Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. This podcast is for adults who want to understand why children behave the way they do and how to support them to increase their ability to self-regulate and to become more independent. My name is Dr. Pat McGuire. I'm a developmental and behavioral pediatrician who and I have been working with these children for over 30 years, and I can tell you that with the right support, they all do great. So enjoy these podcasts, and hopefully you learn a little bit each time. I don't know if you've seen the news, but on October 19th, 2021, there was a news release from the American Academy of Pediatrics, along with the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, and the Children's Hospital Association, who joined together to, vo- to voice their concern about the significant increase in mental health disorders of our children and adolescents due to the added stress of the COVID pandemic and the continued issues of racism that limit the ability of children of color to get mental health services they need. As the CDC has noted in the past, it can be challenging for some families to get mental health care for their children. Nearly one in five children, so 20%, have a mental, emotional, or behavioral disorder such as anxiety, depression, ADHD, disruptive behavioral disorder, and Tourette's syndrome. Children with these disorders benefit from early diagnosis and treatment. Unfortunately, only about 20% of these children with mental, emotional, or behavioral disorders receive the care from specialized mental health care providers. So only one in five of one in five. And this was before the pandemic. The situation has reached critical levels now with the new children and adolescents who were borderline in needing help before who have now fallen off the mental health cliff with new stresses and less help than ever. Rates of childhood mental health concerns and suicide have been rising steadily between 2010 and 2020. And by 2018, the suicide rate was the second leading cause of death in youths ages 10 to 24. The added stress of the pandemic has intensified this countrywide with dramatic increases in emergency department visits for all mental health emergencies including suspected suicide attempts. The pandemic has struck at the safety and stability of most families. More than 140,000 children in the United States have lost a primary or secondary caregiver with youth of color impacted significantly more often than white youth. This means they're losing a parent or a grandparent and sometimes they're losing both. Some families cannot find mental health care because of the lack of providers in this area. And this is a major concern. Some families may have to travel long distances or be placed on long waiting lists to receive care. I used to have people drive 70 to 100 miles just to come see me when I was in practice. You know, there's people that have to do longer than that. Cost, insurance coverage, and the time and effort involved to involve make it harder for parents to get mental health care for their child. The CDC works to identify policies and practices that connect more families to mental health care, 
but it doesn't always work the way we want. Because of this collision of stressors, the AAP, the AACAP, and the Children's Hospital Association are joining together to declare a national state of emergency in children's mental health. They are reaching out to Americans to contact their legislators at both at the county, state, and national levels to provide funding to meet the needs of our children and adolescents. What they want our government officials and policymakers to do is, number one, increase federal funding dedicated to ensuring all families and children from infancy through adolescence can have access to evidence-based mental health screening, diagnosis, and treatment to appropriately address their mental health needs, with particular emphasis on meeting the needs of under-resourced populations. Number two, address regulatory challenges and improve access to technology to assure continued availability of telemedicine to provide mental health care to all populations. Number three, increase implementation and sustainable funding of effective models of school-based mental health care, including clinical strategies and models for payment. Number four, accelerate adoption of effective and financially sustainable models of integrated mental health care in primary care pediatrics, including clinical strategies and models for payment. This is increasingly important for children because we are short of mental health providers throughout the United States and child and adolescent psychiatrists are even less available than adult psychiatrists. So having primary care, care pediatricians understand more about how to help kids is extremely important, but it needs to have payment for it if pediatricians are to survive in practice. Number five, Strengthening emerging efforts to reduce the risk of suicide in children and adolescents through prevention programs in schools, primary care, and community settings. Number six, address the ongoing challenges of the acute care needs of children and adolescents, including the shortage of beds and emergency room boarding by expanding access to step-down programs from inpatient youths, youth units short-stay stabilization units, and community-based response teams. Number six, fully fund comprehensive community-based systems of care that connect families in need of behavioral health services and supports for their child with evidence-based interventions in their home, community, or school. Number seven, promote and pay for trauma-informed care services that support relational health and family resilience. This is so important because we are aware that many, if not most children who end up in foster care have parents who have also been traumatized through their youth and are suffering and need services. If they aren't given help, then we just keep expanding the foster care service and the criminal justice service. Now, number eight, uh, accelerate strategies to address longstanding workforce challenges in child mental health, 
including innovative training programs, loan repayment, and intensified efforts to recruit underrepresented populations into mental health professions, as well as attention to the impact that the public health crisis has had on the well being of health professionals. You may not know it, but there are many health professionals that end up dropping out because of their own mental health problems due to the stresses. There's also suicide risks of mental health professionals and regular health professionals because there are not enough services. And lastly, advanced policies that ensure compliance with and enforcement of mental health parity laws. We still have problems where uh, there's carve out programs and patients are only allowed so many visits and yet they wouldn't do the same to people with cancer or chronic illnesses like heart disease and diabetes. If you haven't heard it before, hear it now. Children are our future and our future is suffering. Do your part to support our youth by reaching out to our elected officials at the county, state and national level. Remind them that children are their constituents too. If they don't help them, they may not have a constituency in the future. If you are interested in learning more about the challenges that face our children and which make them challenging children, check out my subscription podcast, Digging Deeper to Help Challenging Children. I have intentionally kept the subscription price low so that professionals and parents who want to understand our child welfare system can afford to access the information. For $15 per month, I will add a new topic each first and third Wednesday of the month. Currently, there are four podcasts, which are Foster Care and the Challenging Children, Building Resilience in Children, Understanding the ODD Child, and Understanding How School Discipline is Failing. To subscribe to Digging Deeper, go to www helpingchallengingchildren.online slash store and click on the Digging Deeper podcast description. I can assure you a great deal of research has gone into these podcasts in order to have the latest information so that you can be part of the solution to helping kids and improving our future. Thank you.